morning and welcome to Noah's Window. I have something on my heart today that I've been wanting to share, actually, uh, since the week leading up to the last message in the Worlds of Warfare 2 series. You know, if you've heard me teach on spiritual warfare in any of our series, you know that there are two verses in the Bible that, for me, frame the whole subject. One verse of Scripture says that we never fight against people. It says, the, you know, our enemies are not flesh and blood. So consequently, as God followers, when we do spiritual warfare, we're never doing anything to hurt another one of God's creation. Now, you know, there are human beings that have evil ideas, evil plans, and may treat others in an evil fashion. But we always remember they also are victims of Satan. So if we never fight against people, then who are we fighting against? Well, that scripture uh, goes on to tell us in the book of Ephesians that our enemies are demons and Satan. So we understand this is spiritual warfare. The other verse that uh, frames for me spiritual warfare is the verse that I want to talk about today. It was like the Holy Spirit woke me up um, a couple of days before the last message of Worlds of Warfare 2 and just really emphasized this in my heart. And I think I even shared in the weekend message that our next Worlds of Warfare, Worlds of Warfare 3 is gonna be on the weapons. And this particular verse mentions that. And I've been thinking a lot about it. And I'm gonna read it first of all out of, uh, out of uh, the New American Standard Version. And this is in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, the third and fourth verse. It says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. Now we've already seen an aspect of that. We don't, we never fight people. Verse four is the verse that I've been thinking about a lot. For the weapons, think about that word, the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but they are divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. You know, sometimes it's the little, <laughs> little inside stuff. Uh, as a pastor, <clears throat> one of the great challenges in teaching the Bible is, you know, there are times when you want to teach the Bible word by word, verse by verse, you know, but then there are times you want people to see the whole picture at one time. And that, that can be a challenge. And this is <clears throat> one of those verses because, you know, it's important to take it apart and see the different aspects of it. But on the other hand, it's like we need the whole thing at one time to understand the concept. So let me take it apart first and then we'll, we'll see how it all fits together. For though we walk in the flesh. Now, it's an interesting thing. Oftentimes in the Bible, the Christian life is compared to a walk. Well, what, what do you do when you walk? It's step by step, one foot in front of the other. And that's pretty well how we live our life. I think I understand why the Holy Spirit used that verb walk to talk about the Christian life. Because it is day by day, choice by choice, decision by decision, situation by situation. The Bible says, although we live that way, we, we live decision by decision, choice by choice, step by step, day by day, hour by hour, we do not fight that way. So we understand that even though we're in ordinary situations every day, when we come up against spiritual warfare, we have to fight a whole different way. The weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh. Well, what are the weapons of the flesh? Well, we know what those are. I mean, first of all, there's, there's physical violence. I mean, there, we, we do know that sometimes people hurt each other with physical violence. And, and we, of course, never do that. And then there are other weapons that are like weapons of attitude, weapons of vengeance, getting even, uh, weapons of, of 
uh, anger, things said in hostility, words set to cut people, uh, words used to cut people down. There are all kinds of weapons of the world that people fight with, but the Bible says those are not our weapons. The weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh. You know, every once in a while, I'll talk to a Christian who sees what the Bible has to say about not getting even and forgiving, and they'll say, well, what am I left with if I can't use those human weapons? Well, listen to the word of God. The weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but they're divinely powerful. Now, this is one place where I really like the authorized, the old translation, because it says the weapons of our warfare are mighty through God. In other words, when we use spiritual weapons, we're not using our power. We're using God's power. And then it goes on to say that these weapons are divinely powerful for the destruction. I was looking at this in the Greek a few minutes ago. The Greek, the English word that would really correspond to the Greek is the word demolition, for the demolition of fortresses. Okay, we've looked at it piece by piece, and let's just look at the whole thing. Fortresses. Every day when we get up, it's like, what can the world do to be more evil? What can many of the powers that are, what can they do to have worse ideas than they had yesterday? And a lot of us are getting really discouraged when we look at that. And we're beginning to look at our arsenal of human weapons, you know, be it politics, be it communication. What what are our weapons? Well, we, we need to understand that God has provided us with powerful spiritual weapons that are available, and they actually have great impact for the demolition of Satan's work that's going on in our world. And the important thing for us to realize is that we don't have to bring the power. You know, um, maybe maybe this is the best way of saying it. I hear so many Christians, uh, when they talk to me about what's going on, it's like there's this awful thing happening or this awful thing that's being said or this awful political policy is being put in place. And what can we do about it? So it's like this awfulness, but a sense of helplessness. We should never feel helpless because the weapons that are available to us, according to the word of God, are divinely powerful through God for the demolishing of strongholds. Well, what are those weapons? Well, that's why I want to come back later this year and do Worlds of Warfare 3, the weapons. Well, we'll talk about a number of them then, but let me just give you what I really feel like are um, maybe the ones that would be most powerful for you and me today. Although the Bible calls faith armor, I really do think there's an aspect in which faith is a weapon. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. If you look at the uh, weaponry that's in the book of Ephesians, the offensive weapon is the sword of the spirit of the word of God. Now, here's the thing. God's word is a powerful weapon, but only if we believe it. In other words, if if I read this and I'm intrigued by it or I I like it or or if I'm just reading it to read my daily devotional, but it doesn't really get into my my life, then it's not going to be a spiritual weapon. But when I read the word of God and I say, okay, this is for Mark. Mark needs to change. Mark needs to align his life with what the word of God says. That's faith. And when I do that, there's a power that comes into me that's way bigger than myself because it's the word of God. So scripture believed and scripture acted upon is a powerful weapon. Well, uh, I, I think probably the spiritual weapon that's most neglected is prayer. 
You know, I, I've heard so many times, I, I've heard people say this, I think I've said it myself. Well, I guess all we can do now is pray. Well, well prayer was the most we could ever do. You know, when, when you employ money, you get what money can do. When you employ political power, you get what political power can do. When you employ hard work, you get what hard work can do. But when you employ prayer, you get what God can do. And, and I think for us as Christ followers, wouldn't it be terrible to have a powerful weapon, a weapon that is mighty through God to the demolishing of fortresses? Wouldn't it be terrible to have that weapon, but just leave it lying on the ground? Pick it up today, pick up prayer and say, God, we have so many problems. Pour out your heart to God. Maros and I read every morning and, and uh, we read uh, the one-year Bible. The one-year Bible has Old Testament and uh, the New Testament but it always has a segment from the Psalms. And I'm, I'm always impressed when Mary Alice reads to me from the Psalms, how that David just pours out his heart to God, telling God about all the problems. And sometimes David even talks about stuff that's his fault. You know, he says, God, today in, in our reading, Mary Alice is reading uh, to me and I was impressed with what David said. David said, I have so many sins, they're more than the hairs on my head. Well, David is telling God about a broken world and he's asking God to work and act. That's a great example for you and me today. So one more time, could I read this verse? It says, for though we walk in the flesh, in other words, we're human, we do not fight according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but they're divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. Before I pray, I think I need to point something out. You know, uh, for those of us who are worried about the world and the United States and and you know, the, the situation at large, uh, we know what some of those fortresses are. But as pastor who spends a lot of time listening to the stories and the lives of new springers, and then just plus knowing my own life, we have fortresses that are personal, don't we? We have problems in our life that uh, are in our house or are in our bodies or in our minds. The great news is those same weapons are available to us. Remember, we never hurt people. We never do anything to harm people. But we understand the real enemy is Satan and his demons. And the weapons that God has left us with are mighty to the demolishing of strongholds. So let me pray for you today. Father God, I pray that you'll help us to remember that our warfare is not of this world. We're fighting a spiritual warfare, oh Lord, Help us not to leave any powerful weapons on the ground. Help us not to sit in hopelessness, feeling like we have no recourse when all the time you've provided spiritual, powerful weapons that are according to your word, powerful through you, not through us. You haven't left it up to us to pull the strongholds down. You've given us powerful weapons. So Lord, I pray, especially as we focus on these two weapons of believed, acted on scripture and prayer, I pray that you'll help us to employ those today. And oh Lord, would you encourage our hearts for that, for that Christ follower who, who takes this up today and says that he or she's gonna do this. I pray God that you would give an answer today just to confirm that you're at work in our lives. And I pray for those Lord who are going through deep, deep valleys right now. Oh Father, meet them in their, in their darkest point and comfort their hearts and answer their prayers, I pray. And we'll give you the praise and glory in Jesus' name, amen. Well, thanks for joining us today for Noah's Window. Um, <laughs> I'll be back on this topic probably sometime in the fall uh, as we do Worlds of Warfare 3. May God bless you. Hope you have a wonderful day.